What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another H&K video game experience. This is Hollywood Cole and Clearfire back again. What's up, man? What's going on, man? Oh, so it has been a while. It's been about a month since we released a podcast, a full-up true H&K podcast. And uh, it really yeah. doesn't feel like it, it but it kind of does because of all the stuff going on here with this hurricane and stuff. I'm broadcasting out of, well, I'm not technically broadcasting, but we are recording, I am, out of Panama City Beach <laughs> and Clears in Mississippi. Yep. They had a hurricane come through, obviously. Uh, so I was getting ready to go to, go into church and I got a little warning on my phone, hurricane warning. And you're like, oh, okay, great. Looked at it as a cat one. Okay, yeah, no big deal. Not even going to put hurricane shutters up. Then as a cat too, I was like, yeah, no big deal. And then um, I was like, well, I was supposed to go right over the top of my house, according to every path that exists. And yeah. um, and I was like, well, I'll put some up. And then I looked down as I was putting them up, and I saw that it was a... Actually, no, I saw that it was a... It, uh, I go to NOAA, National Hurricane Center's website. It's the only one to go to because the news will just sensationalize everything. And um, and it had, a, had it as a major hurricane, so a Cat 3. Even though it was a low Cat 3, I still put it up. We got a mandatory evacuation, so I hit the road, went to Pensacola, then on into Mississippi, and I was there until Friday night. Uh, actually, Friday came in, and house took some damage, um, the windows out, uh, shingles off the roof, the fence is destroyed, my rental house is going to have to get a whole new roof, I just found out today, I don't know if I called you, I think I told you. You were telling me that you might that might, poss- might be the possibility of that. Yeah, so. it's going to, I mean, I can patch it, but mm, it's not... He's going to be about half the cost. Anyway, whatever. This, this, that's how much damage it took. Uh, I had to get him out there to tarp it and everything, man. It's just crazy here. The aftermath is really the the p- bad part about the hurricane. Everybody's displaced. You know, it's hard to get gas, hard to get certain foods. Uh, everything's, you know, packed on the highway. People don't have their homes, so they're like angry and just kind of, you know, I don't know, man. It's just crazy. Um I hope it, you know, we're worried about when school start again. I mean, it's just little things like that that you don't really think about. Um, you know, without, I had a friend of mine that was calling me and he's like, man, I can deal without the electricity, but without water, man, that is miserable. I said, yeah, I know. Nobody thinks about the water. They always think about electricity going out. Yeah. But I remember Katrina hit when I was in uh, Mississippi and um, we were all the, that's what scared me the most with Katrina. We were in Forest, Mississippi. That is the dead center of Mississippi. Katrina hit right on the coast, uh, right between you know New Orleans and uh, Biloxi or whatever. It hit an actual town called Waveland. That's the town that it actually land made landfall. And um, based St. Louis. Yeah. So those area. And it had to travel. What do you think? How far up is that? A hundred, uh, over a hundred miles mm, to the forest. It's, it's more than that. It's like two hundred and, and something. It, and it knocked out power water trees were down all this and so i was just thinking dude if that hit there and ran all the way up there even if it's a cat three and it hits directly you know coming off the ocean it's crazy but it it built so fast and but katrina was a different beast altogether i mean it's this the first time that a category one hurricane went that far inland well i mean she hit at or she hit. She was supposed to hit at a four. She she died just enough to hit as a three, but kept power all the way up past I twenty in Mississippi, 
and she was going. Uh, she went up a good little ways past I twenty before she got ca- uh, classified down below that, that below a hur- uh, category one hurricane. So it was a little bit different. But the thing that about with Florida is, is you're looking at a coastline that's one hasn't been hit by a major hurricane in a very long time, and two, their building standards are actually a little less than what uh, the lower pan uh, the lower peninsula part of Florida is. So they weren't designed. They they didn't have every all the structures designed to take take the brunt of it like like uh, other places in Florida. So definitely a whole different beast altogether. And the coastline is different there at Florida versus Mississippi. You've got the barrier islands in Mississippi. With Katrina, it didn't really matter. It just that you know when you're looking at a 28 foot wall of water coming through, you know there was nothing to stop it. But you know you didn't even have that buffer there at the coastline of Florida. So the water that came in whatever uh, storm surge there was, it there was nothing to stop it. You know, no major tree lines or anything like that. It just came in and wiped out. That's why Mexico, uh, Mexico Beach was obliterated because there was just nothing there to stop it. So, Yeah, you can tell, you know, a lot of the older buildings are, um, they got wiped out. And Panama City Beach is uh, growing very quickly. And uh, so they've got a lot of new buildings to include. Our neighborhood, my house was built in 2012, and my rental was built in 2011. Um, and so they're that's you know relatively new. Uh, but uh, all the new houses. I mean, a friend of mine who just got a new roof and had his house built. A lot of newer houses are being built in our neighborhood. They didn't even get damaged at all. And it's just like, man, that is just crazy. But you know, it's just the it's just the codes that we're having to to get built for like you were saying but mexico beach is like wiped off the map it's just a weird thing um if you go to uh a friend of mine took a picture he has a had a townhouse in mexico beach oh man he says i just wanted to confirm that it wasn't there and it had a satellite image and of course it's literally like nothing there like it's like grass under there (laughs) you know like where his house was obviously it's not grass because you know wouldn't grow obviously but uh it's it looks like it's just boards and stuff laying in place it's just crazy you would never even know that a house was here and they're all like that around there except for one big white house that one did you see that one white and blue house it's like a 2500 square foot house it's not a super massive house but uh, these two guys, I think it's a father-son, if I'm not mistaken. I've read the story a couple times. It's a pretty interesting story. They wanted to build a quote-unquote retirement home or a vacation home there in Mexico Beach, and so they decided to build it to uh, Miami, Florida hurricane standards. And so it's like the only building that survived, and it took like very minimal damage. Um, they put it, they put concrete piers in. They put, uh, they used like extra long nails, uh, standard building is two by four studs. They, I think they used two by eights. I mean, it was crazy. They went like all out to make sure that this thing would be hurricane proof. And if I'm not mistaken, it was built to withstand upwards of 171 mile an hour winds. And it did. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it was, I don't know the impressive. whole thing. I just know they did a story on it, like on Fox or something like that. the architect, yeah. like how did you, how did you build one to withstand this? Like it was just crazy. So they were trying to deep into it, hold a whole story about, you know, how this thing is built. But uh, it's really cool. You can see it. Um, it in the midst of all the, you know, like a bomb went off, and it's just really? like sitting there glowing white, like a light shining down it from heaven. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like crazy. It's like a white and blue house, and I mean, you can't miss it if you've looked at any picture from Mexico Mexico Beach. You see that house because I mean, it's the only freestanding 
building left there. It's crazy. I mean, you see the rubble all around it, and you see this beautiful, looks like they just built the house. I mean, it's crazy. So, anyway, so, man, that's why we haven't given you guys, uh, we wanted to do this me- uh, this one, Mega Man 11, for a while, and I was going to do a smooth ramblings on it, because I got it first when you were in L.A., and I played it a couple times, and I was super pumped about it. If you've been keeping up with our Facebook pages and all this, you knew that I was posting about it all the time, Instagram, all this kind of stuff. I was excited about it. I'm like a big Mega Man fan. And um, and so I played it for a day or two and uh, really enjoyed it. We're going to get into some detail here in a minute. And I want to do a smooth ramblings because it's with something new that we really don't do on H and K. And it's kind of we usually kind of do retrospective slash reviews. Okay, I, I kind of I'll kind of bite off on that. We are we do reviews. Okay, I kind of you've heard me say we don't do reviews because we kind of do <laughs> retrospectives. And and the reason I say that is because if I was going to give a full up review, man, I just really want to make sure you know all you know. I kind of go off the top of my head on a lot of these older games. Mega Man Eleven is a new game. So it's a little bit different. We've never done one of these before. Uh, besides with Destiny 2 Sucks, uh, that was the set, uh, third or... No, that was the fifth podcast we ever did. That was, I, I guess that was a new game. So it's Destiny 1, but it's a year old. Yeah. But anyway, I just I wanted to do it to see, you know, to help new people find the podcast and stuff. Because that's kind of how you grow is if you release, you kind of stay on top of the hot, new hotness and yeah. whatnot. But I mean, uh, that's why I wanted to do it. But anyway... You weren't. You didn't play it until uh, you were. You got it in L.A. Got it in L.A. Started playing it. Yep. Hurricane hit, and so here we are. Hey, let's just do one for an H and K. Exactly. And so, like, I decided that's why. Why I decided to make sure that I got my uh, Clear Fire Goes to Hollywood one out. So if you haven't listened to that one, go out and listen to it. It's just about uh, my adventure uh, to different game stores there in L.A. and a little bit of my uh, traveling setup that I have for gaming. So check it out. It's a quick. Uh, it's a quick little hit, but um, definitely give it a listen if you're into wanting to hear what game stores are in the gaming environment out in L.A. Cool. Yeah, I listened to about 10 minutes of it is all I've gotten to listen to it now. And it's, every day is a a new day here, man. I mean, it's it's just always busy, um, as you can imagine. Uh, and I'm glad I get to do this podcast, man, just to kind of relax and... Um, just get my mind off of all this stuff going on right now. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> so, um, for all you guys that are listening that have not liked the Facebook page, I recommend you do because we are going to start a contest. Not this one, uh, not not this podcast, but maybe the next one or the next one. I don't know, but we've we've been really kind of mulling over this contest, and it's going to be for people who have liked the Facebook page. Um, so if you've liked the Facebook page, uh, it's going to be kind of an ongoing contest. Yep. Um, then uh, you are automatically entered into it. The catch is, of course, you're going to have to listen to the podcast. And um, when we call your name, you're going to have to contact us. But we'll give you all the details with all that kind of stuff. So even though there's, what are we at now, 697 yep. likes, um, I guarantee you of some of the names we call we're not going to get contacted and it's kind of a race. It's kind of the first one to contact us. But again, we'll get into the details with it. Well, and also later. too, you have to like the page. If you're following it, it's not going to count. You have to like it because we have like 708 followers, I think, but we're going to go through our likes and we're going to put you in a list and just listen into the podcast. That's, that's what it's going to take. 
Yep. And uh, so we'll we'll do a we'll 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 give you the details um, after the next one. We kind of hadn't really we've kind of brainstormed it once. We think we got a good thing going, but uh, we'll just reattack that uh, once it calm down calms calms down here a little bit. But anyway, Mega Man Eleven. That's what we're going to talk about today. We both have it on the Switch. Yep. That's what we wanted to get it on. Nintendo fans uh, grew up with Mega Man on Nintendo. And we'll cut. We'll get into that here in a minute after we got some news. Do you have any news? Yeah, you want to talk about. So uh, okay. So the fantastic thing that I saw today, and it really makes me upset, is Days Gone has been delayed again. So we're looking at another two month delay. They're pushing it back from February to April, and it's like, why do you keep on delaying this game? You know, this this had so much promise. It's the zombie apocalypse type game where you're basically trying to survive. And from what I understand is, is you also are going to have to survive with other people as well. So really cool concept. Looks like a really great game. But now it's been delayed again. So I don't really know what's going on with that. I really don't understand why they keep on pushing it back. But I do want to let you listeners out there know that that game has been pushed back again. And it's just really sad to see it get pushed back again. What was it? Uh, Coach was talking about zombies last time. Like, I'm just so sick of zombies, you know? Yeah. And and it's just like you're going to get pushed back so far that the zombie craze is over. I mean, exactly. it's pretty much over now. I mean, uh, I'm seeing, I don't watch Walking Dead. Walking um, Dead's uh, viewership has tanked. The past two seasons were its worst ever. Its uh, premiere of the most recent season was its lowest premiere yet, if I'm not mistaken. And viewership is on the major decline. They're even getting rid of their main character, Rick Grimes, yeah, that's in this season. So you're looking at a huge turnover there, and they're doing it pretty much based on the fact that they're losing viewership. I mean, you've got a big following there for the character Daryl, which, I mean, I, I, I get even the credit he's, he's made that character his own. He, he definitely wasn't a part of the comics, and so it's been something new, different for the show versus the comics. But you got to look at the comics. The comics have been going on for, if I'm not mistaken, about 13 years. I'm just doing that off the top of my head from what I remember uh, seeing just recently. So you're looking at a 13-year comic and, what is it, about an eight, nine-year TV show now? And, Probably. And they're not following the comic. And so that, that creates a, that creates, in my opinion, that creates an issue, but especially when you're basing your entire show off that comic and it's only that one source. So when you're looking at that and you don't follow it closely or at least loosely enough to where it can be recognized, then you have issues. I mean, they've killed off characters in the show that are still alive in the comic and vice versa. There's tons of characters that have been in the show that haven't been in the comic. There's been just whole different types of twists and everything, which I get it from the show's perspective. You're trying to make it fresh and new. But when you have something so... You know that that's as good as that comic because it's a really great uh it, I, and I shouldn't call it a comic because it's more of a graphic novel <laughs> because it really is it's, gra- uh, it's more of a graphic novel novel than a comic and yes there are different and there are and there are differences between the two but uh so it, it's just one of those things <laughs> where you know if if you don't grab main parts of the of that comic and put it into your <laughs> Keep on laughing. <laughs> I'm sorry. Man. The comic. I yeah. mean, it's like I never saw the. I never read the comic. All right. Yeah. Here's my problem with Walking Dead. It's really simple. 
I knew it was going to be a problem on season two because their whole time in season two, I watched all season one. Hey, this is awesome. Me and my wife watched it. Season two, they find this barn and the entire season, they're at this barn with the preacher or whoever that says all those family. And they always just, hey, I'm going to ease out into the woods and go hunting. Somebody gets lost. We got to go find them. And every time. All right. And then the, the, then the big reveal at the end of that season they let all the zombies out of the barn and they kill them. Oh, my family and blah, blah, blah. Then they're on the road again. And what happens on the road every time? And my wife was into it and I would tell her every time. So here's what I said. I'll go ahead and tell you what's going to happen uh, for this next episode. She's like, what? Hey, they're going to go down the road. They're going to run into somebody. They're not going to know if they're fr- the person that the stranger is friend or foe. He's going to act friendly, take them to a village, and the village is going to turn on them and then they escape. It does it every single yeah. episode. And it's been going on for eight seasons or something. Dude, it's over. I mean, there's nothing else new. It happens every time. And I would jump into one, you know, while she's watching it, and I would just jump in and say, okay, let me just check it out. And the exact same thing that I just said happened again. So uh, it's no surprise that it's, it's it's gone. I mean, I don't understand how these shows work. I mean, they don't know if the show's going to be popular or not. So they do veer off comics. So they do veer off the standard storyline. Um Maybe to the detriment in the long run of TV, if you look at something like Breaking Bad, which had a definite beginning and end, and they knew it the whole time. Mm-hmm. And now when he does Better Call Saul, which is a mediocre show, but for some reason keeps my attention because I trust the writing, trust the writers. Um, it's a mediocre that, show, but it's steady <clears throat> in ratings. It's keeping its ratings. Right, because so that's that's my point. You, put, you have a beginning and an end to a TV show. Maybe it's better because now your viewers trust you. Uh, versus, hey, we need to draw this thing out while we still got viewers like yeah. Lost and all this, where they had no idea what was yeah, going on. Yeah, Lost definitely was a definitely a definitely another show that went further on than what it should have. But like with Better Call Saul, you know it's going to end. Like you know there's going to be an ending to it, and you know you kind of have an idea of what the ending is going to be because if you watched Breaking Bad, you know how he kind of plays out throughout it, and you and you've seen some of the characters from Breaking Bad appear in Better Call Saul, so. It, it, it's it's great to know that you have an ending, especially even with Breaking Bad when it first came out. They're like, we have an ending, we're going to end the show. You know, they set it flat out. And with Walking Dead, they don't have an ending. They right. never said that they had an ending, you know. And it's just like other TV shows that they, they say, we have an ending. We, we have a vision of how it's going to look. We're just trying to get there. And to me, I think when you have a TV show that has a definite ending and you're trying to get to the ending, it makes a better story than just saying, okay, we don't know what the ending is. We'll just let it kind of unfold as we go. Well, to me, that that's just kind of flimsy and lazy writing because it's just like, okay, we can make up an ending with whatever comes you know, our way. You know, With you saying, okay, I have a defined ending, ending to this series, it's like, okay, now how can I write the different twists and turns to make it to that ending? And I think that's a better... That, that, that creates a better TV show and it actually creates something that's more... Uh, in capturing of your audience. So, yeah, make no mistake about it. TV does not care about making a good TV show. They don't care about going down in history as being the best network that had the best show. They care about money. And so, but, so if, they, if you can draw out audience and people are still paying for it, that's all they care about. That's their whole goal. Uh, but my argument is simply put out a good show 
hey, can you have you ever heard me say something like this? You give me a value, I'll give you money. I'll give you viewership. Exactly. I'll be. I'll come back. Don't draw it out. Anyway, Hollywood man, we're getting did, away. Hollywood, so Hollywood doesn't like spending his money, and he just said that. So you hear this TV networks and stuff. He said you give him you give him something that draws him in. He'll pay for it. Now, well, yeah, I sure will. I'll pay for your movie. I'll pay for a pay per view if it's good enough. I'll I'll keep keep viewing your stuff. Uh, in other words, essentially, I'll keep paying for cable. You put trash <laughs> up there. I'm not. All right. So anyway, what else you got in the news? Um, something else. Let's see. Oh my gosh, my brain just like totally died on me. I had we're talking about else. zombie games. That I, we I had, had something else. Okay, no. Uh, so uh, so everybody knows next week, Red Dead Redemption Two comes out. This is yep. something that just came across on my stuff on, on my flipboard. I keep up with my flipboard so I can have news to bring y'all and everything because it's an easy way for me to keep up with this. So we're looking at the size of this game, and there's been rumors that it's a really big game and everything like that. Right now, they're saying that for PS4, you're looking at a 99 gig install. Oh uh, my disc, gosh, disc, inst- everything. disc install. Same thing for the digital. If you're doing digital, so PlayStation 4 owners that that do the that do the digital install, they're going to need 149 gigs on their PS4 <laughs> to do it because they need 50 gigs for the install process. This is an update too. Play, this is the PlayStation 4 version of Red Dead Redemption 2 will ship with two discs. It will ship with two Blu-ray discs. One is going to be the data disc, and one is going to be the play disc. So this is going to be the first time data disc. Yeah, so this is going to be the this is how much data is on this game. So this is going to be the first time ever that a game has shipped for PS4 that I know of with two discs that you have to have to play the game. Kind of like the wow. old Final Fantasies on uh, PlayStation. So you just got to install the one. Is just to install one, the, one disc is flat out so just you, data. The other one is so, here's the game. If you lose that data disc and you sell that game, it's worthless. It's absolutely worthless. You have to have both game, both discs. So that just tells wow. you how big these games are getting. Um, when you look at it, it it's, it's crazy. So um, the sad thing is, is I know when I get it, because I'm, I'm, I'm planning to get the game. Or I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it with Hollywood. It seems like this is going to be a really fun game. But the sad thing is, is I have to make a decision. Do I delete my old Destiny 1 data? Of course, <laughs> I love that. Of course, I do. <laughs> not I, even. I, a, I do. He's like, what it's not world? even a question. I'm a deleted. <laughs> I, I took all. I took all my games when the hurricane came, except for Destiny. Well, of course you did. <laughs> no, I'm, su- I'm kidding. I'm surprised you hadn't played Frisbee with Destiny yet. <clears throat> I did. I did take Destiny, but I took when I unpacked. I was like, "Why is Destiny? You're taking up my space." <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Destiny One was okay, but. Um, Speaking of Destiny, uh, and first of all, Red Dead Redemption, absolutely, man. I'm excited about getting that. I've been waiting forever for that one. Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption 1 is one of my favorite games of all time. I'm excited to see what they're going to do with the multiplayer. Um, before we jump to, to, to your next thing. I'm not going to talk about uh, before, oh, your ne- talk before your next thing, I want to add this real quick because this is something that's on my mind and we're just thinking about it. So, And this is just for PlayStation-exclusive games. God of War, when it dropped in about three days, it sold 3.1 million copies. The new Spider-Man that just came out for the PS4 sold 3.3 million copies in three days. Do we think Red Dead can beat that? 
Or we do oh, we or, it, do, or do we think Red Dead will beat that just on the PS4? Just sales on the PS4. That'll be interesting to see. That's just kind of something that that's kind of being the back oh, so of my it's head. Exclusive, isn't it? Yeah, because it was it's exclusive. Ex- it is no, but okay. no, Red Dead's not exclusive. I'm just saying okay. the other two were exclusives. I want to see. I'm oh. just thinking in my head. Okay, how will that compare just based on PS4 sales? Like, it, 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 will Red Dead top it? on PS4 sales. I mean, you got to think about it. Sales might get diluted for Red Dead because it's on Xbox and other systems. So, but. I, th- I think it will. I mean, that's my prediction. I think it's probably going to sell probably 5 million. I want to guess 5 million. How soon, though? So within three days or whatever. Five million within so it three comes days. Out, it comes out on the 26th. It, is that a It's a Friday. Friday? It's a Friday, so it falls over a weekend. So it'll be a weekend. Buy, it'll be a buying weekend, which is good. Oh, uh, yeah. That's, I mean, it's... It, I, I'm going to still stick with five. I think it's going to sell just on the PS4 alone about 4.2 million. That's my guess uh, in three days. Yeah, because I've heard how antici- how how hotly anticipated this game's been. I mean, they've been waited over what eight years for the for this. Yeah, for I just follow up. I so. just don't, I don't have the exact kind of uh, thumb on the pulse of the demand for it as I would like a GTA Six. I yeah. mean, or something like that. GTA Six. I know I love it. I'm, I'm going to break real opt- optimistic because I GTA Six will really like break it. all sales records. <clears throat> I'm sorry, but it'll. I would break I would say ten million for GTA Six. GTA Six is going to break all sales records. So there's no doubt about it. So, hopefully, once Red Dead comes out, we'll start hearing tricklings and inklings of GTA Six because GTA Five's been out for how long now? Five years. Yeah, so five years. So if they follow the same pattern as they do with Red Dead, so we've still got about three more years before we'd see a see a GTA. Well, they're 6. trying. Yeah, and and see that's just that's just some value, man. I mean, you're you're talking. You know, ridiculous amount of gigs. I mean, it's the way it looks, and mm-hmm. uh, the story is going to be there, and also the the multiplayer. I'm just, you know, they're still they're still supporting GTA V's multiplayer. Yeah, I, I'm really excited to see what they're going to do. Probably have poker, uh, horse racing. Uh, they, obviously some type of shootout mechanic. They plan to have a lot match. with it from what I've heard. So you're, you're going to be able to have uh, hangouts. Bank robbery, train robberies, and yeah. stuff like that. So, so sure. it's going to be all kinds of fun stuff with it. So so Red Dead's going to be a massive game. Be prepared. We will talk about it on the podcast eventually, so be prepared to listen to that, guys. Um, I saw that they were giving Destiny away pretty much now. Yes. Um, so Destiny 2 was a free game for the last month, and then it it's like 30% off. For forsaken, uh huh. They're trying to get people back, and um, I, I can't. Have you heard say th- that it breaks my heart that that's happening? I'm happy that people are waking up to this deal. Have you heard the even newer news on that? No, if it's destiny. I don't <laughs> so, know. so if you get forsaken or you have forsaken and you don't have any of the past stuff, you get everything for free. Like they're giving away the and the they they're giving away the season pass that they had for free. So if you go buy, yeah. if you go buy Forsaken, like say you, you only want to have Forsaken right now, you go buy Forsaken, you get everything for that. Do you low happen price. to know their player counts, or they, they're keeping that? I'm, the- I'm not even keeping up with player counts anymore. I mean, I will say this: uh, got the game pulled up right now. I was playing it earlier. Uh, the the tower is actually bumping again. There's quite a few people there, but it they are doing their Halloween festival right now, the Festival of the Lost. So they've kind of got got that going on, and they got Iron Banner going on right now. So it's kind of a stacked event thing going on. Yeah, sounds just like two years ago. It, it is. So, but 
but uh, they, they've got quite a few things going on. But I will say that the past couple of weeks, there have been a, a good many more players back on my uh, friends list, you know, because I, I did primarily play Destiny and I did build a lot of my friends list on PS4 through de- through playing Destiny 1. Um, I will say a lot of those players have come back to it. Uh, Hollywood is excluded from that because, of course, he has thrown away his disc. He burned it, lit it on fire, and <laughs> fed it to the dogs. Oh, I got some money so, out of it. I got something out of it. Oh, he got 50 cents out of it. You know, that's all he bought. <laughs> I, no, I, tur- I turned it in before it went back. Before back, it dropped, yeah. Before everybody was on to it. Well, I mean, you can <laughs> you can now get Destiny 2. Like, uh, Walmart sells it for nine ninety nine. You can get it at uh, other places for probably even cheaper than that. Uh, and this is brand new copies now. So, um, and I hate to badmouth it because I do play the game. I do enjoy it. But it, it definitely has come with its problems. And y'all have all heard it. And so I'm not going to beat this dead horse anymore. But I might beat it a little more on Fireside Chats. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- I love I love saying that because it gets, gets, it gets oh, Hollywood gosh. all laughing and everything. <laughs> so... All right, man. Let's talk about some Mega Man. Let's I've talk been waiting about to talk man. about it. Yes, we have been. Yes. Um. So Mega Man Eleven, very highly anticipated sequel. So Mega Man, of course, uh, original on the NES back in nineteen eighty seven. Eighty seven. And uh, yeah, so 30, Mega Man thirty year anniversary is what it was celebrating with the release of Mega Man Eleven. Yep. Even though that, that would have been thirty-one years, technically, but, but their publicity, they just want to yeah. say, <laughs> yeah, thirty set way, sounds way better, and it's their thing. Exactly. Like maybe they, maybe they took a year off and was like, well, we're not going to count it this year. Yeah. So uh, so anyway, um, well, I guess it was still in that thirtieth year because the first Mega Man came out on December seventeenth and eighty-seven, and October second, two thousand eighteen is Mega Man eleven. So it was still, it's still within that thirtieth yeah, year. Still technically in that thirtieth year. <laughs> so let me not give Capcom a hard time. But anyway, so Mega Man came out. Nobody knew what it was. Fun game, whatever. Everybody's still learning about Nintendo. Mega Man two came out though, and that just set the world on fire for Mega Man. It really put us. That was one of the sometimes considered one of the greatest Mega Mans. It's on the NES Classic that Zach is probably playing all the time. <laughs> and um, and so that and I got Mega Man three uh, when I was a kid. I never got four. I actually got five now. I got it in a bundle. Yep. Uh, five and six are pretty expensive, especially five. Five's kind of rare for whatever reason. Um, eight or seven and eight came out on the PlayStation. No, no, no. I mean, sorry, the uh, uh, Super Nintendo. Seven came out on the Super Nintendo, and eight came out on the PlayStation, I think. I'm guessing. I can't remember. Uh, anyway, nine and ten. Yeah, eight came out in 96, so it would be on PlayStation. 95, Super Nintendo. Eight. Uh, it's going to be on PlayStation. I remember, the, I remember the thing. It didn't say it. But anyway, I remember. I had eight at a time, and that was after we played Mega Man X. And Mega Man X, for me, is the best Mega Man ever, even after playing 11. Yes. And 11 is great, uh, but not as good as X. Now, X put the Mega Man series into a whole different category there when it did did X. Uh, I want to say Mega Man X 3, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, If you get the cart on Super Nintendo, you're going to pay like... Close to two hundred dollars for it. It's either one fifty or two hundred. I saw it at uh, World Eight Video Games, place I went to in L.A. Uh, you can hear it, in my fireside <laughs> chat. I'm gonna promote that a little more. 
But uh, they had it there, and if I'm not mistaken, it was either 150 or 200, and then Mega Man X four I think was uh, you know up there in price as well. So the the X series of Mega Man definitely put a new twist on it. But I really did like this eleven. This eleven was fun, and it put a new new interesting twist to me on the Mega Man series. And um, I guess we're jumping into it now. Well, so uh, X, though, I just wanted to say, the reason I got into X is because I did get 8, like I was saying, on PS1, and I went back and tried to play 8, and I just, like, you know, I I thought, you know, everybody thought X was 10 for a long time, because nobody knew what the what mm-hmm. the numbers we were on. But anyway, uh, so just kind of catch everybody up. Mega Man 9 came out in 2008 on the Xbox 360. Uh, I think it was probably on the PS3 as well. Mega Man 10 in 2010 and those were Mega Man 9 and 10 went back to the very beginning like the 8-bit it was like almost brutally uh tough and everybody was happy about it and it was cool and I got it uh I think I got both of them but it's very difficult um and uh so I never finished them but uh I don't know I just couldn't get into them that much it's very it's tough I mean which we'll Mm -hmm. talk about here on 11. So 11 is the first one to kind of introduce uh there's a bit of just so everybody knows there's all these different ones too Mega Man Zero Mega Man ZX Mega Man uh, Ma- uh, Maverick Hunter Network Extreme I mean it's a, it's all kind of weird they got tons things. it's legacy collections exactly so. I mean it's kind of like Mega Man uh, Mega Man is you know a, a course of his Capcom game it's kind of like with uh, Monster Hunter Hunter for Capcom it's really big over in Japan they have a lot of things with it over there so if you go to Japan you're definitely gonna see a lot more Mega Man stuff there than here. Um, we're, we're more on the basic sides. But um, something that I do like about Mega Man 11, um, it, it it feels like, it still feels like an old Mega Man. You know, it still feels like a Nintendo Mega Man. That was what was pretty cool with it. But it features a graphic style that they call 2.5D versus 2D or 3D. You know, it's still the side-scroller like the Mega Man's, but it has depth and detail to it, so it's pretty neat. They kind of do 3D polygon characters in 2D environments, so it's really kind of neat, but it also kind of messes with your head a little bit, and we'll talk about that in one of the boards of the vault. I thought the graphics were amazing. Uh, First of all, the game's 30 bucks. That kind of surprised me. I I thought it was going to be a I thought cool it, price me game. too, and when I got it at because uh, I hadn't even looked at the price of it yet, and I got when I got it in L.A., I called you and I was like, "Hey, I got it for a super cheap price." She's like, "Oh yeah, you only saved like three bucks." <laughs> yeah, you're it. like twenty eight bucks. You kept emphasizing it, and I was like, "That's cool. I guess you saved about you know seven yeah. percent on it or whatever." Yeah, I'm like, and then when but, you, when, you, when you told me it was like only a thirty dollar game, I was like, "Are you sure?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so, but yeah, it, so you, I mean, it, it's. Uh, I mean, you learn the bosses. So like I, when I told you, I said I wanted to play it real quick before we jumped on the podcast. So I had about twenty minutes. I killed two. I killed three bosses, three of the eight, mm-hmm. uh, that quick. Um, I didn't even. I died once, but it's because I put the controller down for a minute. But they yeah. don't. So, but I didn't die after that. Um, but uh, and that was on casual. So that's one thing. While we're talking about it, so the, so the graphics are cool. Check out the pictures of it. The way that it. They, they, he shoots the gun and the explosions look amazing. Yes. Um, he's got the slide. I was a little disappointed that he didn't do the wall grapple, but. Yeah, um, I'm a little disappointed at that too. Especially on Mega was, Man X. Especially thing. on some of the other boards too, because like, I felt like I needed that really bad on some of the other boards. Yeah, so this one introduces. Um, 
I guess for modern audiences that may not have played Mega Man, this one has a difficulty setting. And I think that one of them has had it before that it was a hard mode and a normal mode. I thought it was an NES one. And I can't remember exactly. I want to say, I actually want to say Mega Man 2 for some reason. I don't know. Maybe it was. Uh, but uh, but anyway, this one has four. So it has a new newcomer, casual. Is it normal? I think it's normal. And, and then uh, is it hard or something else? I think it's hard. I can, I can give me a second. I can actually spin the game up real quick and tell you. I've got it sitting but right it, over here. Uh, so what that does is it lets you take a little bit less damage, which is great. But it also will let you, the big one for me is when you die, because you're going to die. It doesn't matter how oh, yes. good a gamer you are, you are going to die it's, at first. It's Mega Man. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a memory game to some degree. It really but is. It starts you. It starts you back um, further in the later. The harder it is, or whatever. Like I think the older games had like two checkpoints. You at the beginning, mm-hmm. you get the halfway point. You die. You're gonna go back to the halfway point if you pass it while you're playing, of course. Uh, and so it started doing that to me on normal on the uh, normal setting. I finished it on casual pretty easily. Um, it wasn't difficult, to, too bad. And there's some parts that I think are. That's one of my gripes yeah. about the game. We'll get into. But um, the uh, the hard difficulty, I finished the bosses, or excuse me, normal dif- difficulty, I finished all the bosses. I'm on the first um, Dr. Wily stage, and it's difficult. I played it for like two or three times and kept getting killed, and I was just like, dude, I'm uh, I'm turning it off for a little bit because <laughs> yeah. it starts to get frustrating. Oh, it's very frustrating. So the difficulty levels are newcomer, casual, normal, and superhero. Oh, superhero. Yeah, I knew it wasn't hard. It's something else. So, superhero. Um, there's all kind of cool mechanics that this one does um, that I forget about all the time. So, yes. this one introduces the double gear system. Mm-hmm. It did, And it didn't introduce, but it incorporates the one where you get the, the screws and you can go buy stuff from Dr. Light. And it really helps you out, and it feels it doesn't feel like you're cheating or anything when you buy all these cool power ups and all this kind of stuff. It fits in the game very well. They did that good. I always forget to go buy stuff after a stage. I, just I did too. Play it the old school way, and I forget for the longest time I forgot about the double gear thing. And then I, oh man, this is how you do it. That's why it's just so difficult. Uh, yeah, if you don't utilize you gotta use it. if you don't utilize the double gear system from the beginning. You're gonna you're gonna hate yourself because once you figure out oh if I use the double gear system this board actually is not that bad then it's like oh, yeah. okay there you go but um, yeah the whole buying system I, I totally forgot about it too until I hit Doctor uh, Doctor Wiley's uh, stage area and then I was like hey can't I buy energy tanks oh that's yeah. right I can go buy energy tanks and have energy tanks as I play through and so it's like oh my gosh this game is not as bad as I thought if I have energy tanks. So you can buy energy yep. tanks, you can buy weapon recharge tanks, you can also buy a mega tank, which will refill your energy and your uh, weapon, you know, one time. So, And you can carry nine of the energy tanks and nine of the weapon tanks. So it's like, you can carry tons of them, and those screws drop all the time. At least they were for me. So it's they like do on, they do on a casual normal they slow down a lot do they okay I didn't do it on a, I didn't do it on normal because I was like I need to play through for the game and have fun with it I'm gonna go back and play it again because I did enjoy it and I definitely liked the ending the the, the final areas the Dr. Wiley stage so yeah you can buy stuff that you don't slip on ice you can buy uh, upgrades that allow your you know 
Mega Buster to be a little bit, uh, the bullets to be a little bit bigger so they hit targets you can buy. When you charge up, it'll make it automatically charge up. You'll make I it love where you got <laughs> Flinch is bad when he fires it. Um, little things like that. There's a whole bunch of different ones. Uh, and um, so, speaking of the double gear system, I wanted to make sure we, we kind of clarify what that is so that people that hadn't played it. But by the way, there's going to be no, we're not going to spoil any bosses or anything for you um, in terms of Dr. Wily stage or anything. You'll see who the bosses are, obviously, when you just turn the game on. So just talking about them shouldn't spoil, any, spoil anything. But anyway, double gear system. So there's two mechanics, actually three to it. Um, one, it slows down time if you push the right uh, little RZ. And uh, it'll slow down time. And then it'll, it's a little little uh, meter that keeps ticking up. And then once it hits, it'll it's actually the right, know, burn your gut. It's actually the right bumper. RZ. RB. Oh, yeah. RB. Yeah. yeah the RZ, not RZ. Yeah, the RZ changes your weapons. Yeah, RB. LB is also another override thing. It makes your, your Mega Buster more stronger. You know, I didn't never use that one hardly. I just used the slow time one. I used um, I used the stronger one, but I'll tell you when I used it later. Okay. And then the uh, if you push them both at the same time, it's like some kind of mega thing that you can't turn off. So so the thing is when you use your let's say you use your L left bumper, you get your Mega Man, it's more powerful. That little bar's filling up. If you don't stop it, you can push L, B, L, uh, B again, and it'll stop that charger. If you don't, it charges all the way up, and then Mega Man is like weaker. Yeah. Uh, if it burns, essentially, it's a burnout, like an overheating type of thing. Yeah, he kind of suffers. But if you push them both, ten, about five, ten seconds cooldown. So. Yeah, and if you push them both at the same time, as some type of mega, more powerful thing, and you cannot turn that one off. No. Though. Yeah. And that one, I never did that one. That one I did it a few times just to see you know what it did i never really did it uh gameplay later down the road because it just wasn't worth it for me but um the the thing is is when you do that you're it's like slow-mo and super powered all at the same time but when you burn out on that one your mega buster shoots really slow like it's like pea shooter like poo poo i mean it's it's really bad i mean it really yeah. hampers you uh ham uh hampers you and it makes it to where you can't do as much so if you use that you have to make sure you're in a, in a place where once you've done what you've done and you've cleared all enemies you have that few seconds to to recuperate so that way Mega Man's back to normal otherwise you're gonna die I mean it's just it's one of those things where it, it, it can really it can really hurt you a lot if you use it and I, like I said I used it once or twice just to see what it did Realize that it's probably not the best to use it, and I didn't use it again. Yeah, so the over uh, double gear system, you know, Dr. Light tells you, like, he's like, I got to go stop Dr. Wily, and I'll tell you about this little story in a minute. Nobody cares about story in Mega Man games, <laughs> but this one has a little bit of hey, I like voice the, acting. And I like the story in this one. This was, I thought, it was a pretty good little story. <laughs> so, um, the story is that Do it starts off, you know, when they're younger, Dr. Wiley and Dr. Lydon is some science scientist uh, board meeting or something, you know, of all scientists in the world about how, how, where are we going to go with science? Let's do a board meeting about it. And like Wiley's like, we need to put this double gear system that I invented in all these robots. That's the future. And then Dr. Light, no, artificial intelligence is the future. You know, like, <laughs> he's still arguing for his double gear system over artificial intelligence. I don't know why you can't just put a double gear system in artificial intelligence, but whatever. It <laughs> wouldn't work. It wouldn't work in the story. 
So that happened a long time ago. Dr. Wiley gets mad, slams it down, breaks it, walks off. He wakes up having a dream about it. And then he says, hmm, I know what I'm going to do about it. I'm going to bring it back and I'm going to go steal Dr. Light's worker robots. You got Brick Man. You got Acid Man. Or is it Block Man? Not yeah. Brick Man. Block Man, Acid Man, Construction. It's a... Impact man in the construction you got, state. So, yeah, you got a lot of construction. The only one that so was, they're just the one that made me laugh out of that is Bubble Man. Well, yeah, he's the party one. He does. <laughs> so like, but he, they all do. Uh, they all do. You know, some type of they're doing something to serve humanity. And then he comes down and steals them, runs off, and then Mega Man's in like regular clothes, and he has the number twenty three on his shirt. And I don't know what significance that. Holes. I tried to look it up, and the only thing I could find, which is probably unrelated, but the Guinness Book of World Records in 2011 had Mega Man as the number 23rd most popular character um, of video game characters. Well, then there you go. And, uh, that very well could be so, it. Well, but 2011, I mean, that's, a, you know, seven years ago, but... But anyway, he does that. He's like, Dr. Wiley. Or he said, we got to stop him. And then Mega, and then Dr. Light's like, Mega Man, no, we can't put this double gear. It says, no, don't worry about it. He's fine or something. And then Mega Man's like, no, we got to go do it. And then he's like, okay, I see you won't be stopped. <laughs> and it's like, he didn't even put up a fight. <laughs> I see you won't be stopped, Mega Man. <laughs> so uh, we'll give you this overgear. This, I keep calling it over, overgear because I'm thinking of overdrive. We'll yeah. give you this double gear system. But it's you know it will damage... You know robots. That's why we don't like putting it in there. And so that's what's happening when you burn out on these uh, overdrive or you know whatever you do. These double gears, you burn out on them when it gets overheated. It's damaging Mega Man. So the stages that you got all the different types of stages, man. Um, Make sure you got your standard construction. Yep. So it reminded me of Gut Man stages back in Mega Man One. Very true. You got Torch Man, which reminded me of Fire Man. You got Tundra Man, which reminded me of Ice Man. You got, um, what was the bomb one that reminded me of Bomb Man? Uh, I was trying to remember. It was the I couldn't remember all the names. Fuse Man. Fuse. No, Fuse Man's Fuse Man's one, but there's another Fuse one. Fuse Man was a lot more like Shock Man. Yeah, Elect Elect Man. Yeah. Um, but the, in the original one, there was only one, two, three, four, five. Six, was it? I think it was only uh. Six. Are you sure? Yeah, you had Ice Man, Fire Man, Gut Man, Cut Man, Bomb Man, and Elect Man. For some reason, I thought there was the same amount. Yeah, because all the other ones had the eight. I mean, the original one only had six. Okay. Did it, so didn't um, remember that. So what was the one name? So it was a. There's a. You've got, Blot Man, Fuse Man. Blast Man? Blast Man. Yeah, Blast Man is like... He does um, the bombs. Bomb Man. So they kind of went back to that kind of thing. Block Man is one that, you know, obviously, they're not, obviously they got eight bosses here, so there's going to be a couple that don't match up, like, you know, like you said, the Balloon Man. Yeah. And uh, Balloon Man was fun to kill once you know his weakness. Yeah, he was real fun to um, kill, because I was like, God, finally got through the stage, let's kill this man. So the first time I played that, speaking of the, this that balloon one, it's one of those where it's got little balloons that bounce you around, and you have to take these timed jumps only when you're at your highest. You know, you'll bounce, oh boing, yes. boing, and you got to push A at the perfect time. I hate those, but I felt, figured it out. If you just hold A down, he does the high jump. And once I figured that out, it was way easier. Really? 
Yep, just hold it down. He'll always do a high jump. So they fixed that. Yeah, that the first time, oh my gosh, I was like, this is a oh, this it, is a nightmare stage. <laughs> it was such a nightmare stage because it's like you have to. You, it's like it, so if you've ever heard about the padded room in insane asylums, <laughs> it's kind of like that because it's just this bouncy padded thing that you can bounce off of like all the walls, and you have to use them to get up uh, to get to get up the stage. And I'm like. Why? Why would you do something like that? It was just like it felt like it was pure a pure evil stage, and it, it just drove me insane. And I even sent uh, to Hollywood. I was like, I hate Bubble Man stage. I will never play this again. Now, granted, I'll probably go back and play it, but oh my gosh, it was just such a terrible stage. <laughs> I mean, just oh, that's so, so tough. Yeah, once you learn that, it's it's pretty. It's a lot easier. Um, and that's one of the actually one of the easier stages, believe it or not. Now that you know how to do that, uh, just hold it down. You'll see what I'm talking about once you hold it down and do it. So here's my here's one of the gripes. And while we're talking about the stages, I'll go ahead and get into this. So Mega Man obviously it's going to be difficult, but there's a handful of times, and this is kind of it seems to be the common theme here. That I mean, you will want to throw the controller through the TV um, because you're going through the stage. And you're doing it fine, and then you get to a brick wall in the stage. There's a handful of stages. I'm thinking of one right now. It's Torch Man's. Oh yes, yes. That what you're talking third. About. So there's a thing they love, they love to do insta death in these type of games with with spikes or whatever, and they'll have several times they'll have, in this case, fire or something. The big wall following you got to move through quickly. Uh, you can't let it catch up with you, and you're having to dive uh, and or slide and jump and shoot stuff out perfectly. If you get hit one time, it holds you up. It's over. Even if you use your mm-hmm. um, overdrive and you got to use your overdrive. You have, I guess to. you don't have to, but if you, it's a lot easier, but, um, but anyway, you get there and, and especially when you play it on normal. So there's, so there's three, the first time the fire chases you, it's not that bad. Second time it's a little bit harder. The third time is, it's impossible to do unless you know the pattern. Yep. Uh, and I don't like games like that. Uh, like I don't like that aspect of games. I don't like to say that. I mean, Mega Man's to be expected. It gets a pass, but um, it's just like a brick wall. And you're like, it's not something that, oh, I can, I just got it. Like, I'm under attack here. As games are getting harder, if I can just stay on top of these enemies, I can get through it. It's not like that. Like one time on an Acid Man stage, you're traveling around and you go underwater and uh, there's, kind of current pushing you toward these spike blocks and there's one spot where you have to jump a perfect jump it's just a top wall uh top the whole ceiling is spikes and the ground is spikes and you have to jump yeah i remember that if you jump too high you get hit if you jump too low you get hit it has to be a perfect timed pressurized jump across in casual they put a little monster there or whatever that you can get hit and be invincible and kind of go to the spikes and then jump that's all you have to do but in normal, it does not do that. You have to try to make that jump. And it is very, very difficult um, to do. Because it didn't give you any training before or anything like that. And yeah. so you'll go all through the whole stage with nine pe- nine guys or something. Let's just say you got all your men, hadn't died at all. You've been doing great. You've been fa- fast reflexes, kind of feeling out how the stage moving. You know, fast twitch muscles are rocking. But then you get here. And if you don't know how to push that jump exactly perfect, you're gonna you can die nine times and start the whole stage over. 
I don't like that, man. I think that's a little bit of a foul. It's about two or th- at least those two torch and that one, and there's some plenty more, and I can't remember the other ones um, offhand, and I can't remember which one. There's, I think there's one more big one you like had, that. Yeah, torch. Blockman had one. Um, yeah, Blockman was once you kind of learn Blockman's. It's a little bit easier. I mean, obviously, if you learn them, they're all easier. But well, Blockman was what 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 was a little frustrating was with his is is basically Blockman's kind of the introductory first character to play, yeah. and you get in there and you have this happen, and it's like no tutorial, okay, you know, no nothing. It's just like survive. And you've probably heard me gripe about games before that give you no tutorial and just kind of throw you off in the mix. This one, especially for that, is you've got basically mazes that you have to jump through before this this thing that's chewing up the blocks run you over. I mean, it's just it's crazy, and it, like it took me a second to finally get it figured out. And once I figured out, if I go through it fast enough, I can go through it fast enough and not have another one of those mazes drop down in front of me, and I don't have to deal with it. So once you figure that out, that's fine. But it's like that first time you're like, oh my. Gosh, I was like this is just crazy, and I think yeah. that I think that that would have been a perfect board for them to say, okay, this is how you use the over uh, the 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 gear, the double gear system. You know, it would have been a great thing to say, hey, try double gear right here. Not it doesn't even have to say which one to use. It could just say you know blink or something, and I think that would have been a great way to kind of introduce that. But Mega Man's known for. Not having that introductory is just throwing you in there. Here you go. Go kill stuff. Well, the problem for me um, is like I was talking about with that spikes in that wall later on when you played on normal, which is the way that the Mega Man is supposed to be played. Um, is that it's you know you got to push it just right. And there's no no matter how good you are at the game, it's just trial and error. You know you have to just try it and see was this the right push or whatever. And the f- flame, there's uh, that's coming after you on torch, man. There's tents that you have to go either o- the top tent or the bottom tent, and there's no way to know until you've shot it and tried to figure it out. And you go, okay, now go top, bottom, top, bottom, whatever it is. So it's trial and error, but you know that's fine. But you, when you error, it punishes you so bad because you got to go all the way back, and now you got to play through all of this again just to get to that exact point. I have, I've never had a problem getting there. And I got to go through all this again just to get here and fail again to give or just to give it another try, you know. So that's the one thing that I didn't like, and it's just I mean, it's, you, if you played it, it's just blatant. Like, dude, it just it's all of a sudden insanely hard. It's not like okay, it's ramping up difficulty, and it tries to, but it's still not that difficult. And then, bam, you better figure it out right now, or you're dead. And you're going to do all yep. this over again, and then you get another chance to try to figure it out. Uh, but, Mega um, Man's just that, I mean, but Mega Man's always been notorious about punishing you, punishing you for failing. I mean, it's uh, that's been Mega Man's mo, and so I kind of expected I just that. But God, it just it's just so. Frustrating. I just don't remember him hitting a brick wall like that. I remember kind of struggling oh, no, through the uh, whole stage. Mega Man, then, Mega Man X for one. You know, we never had those issues with that one. You know, yeah, we had some struggles, and we were like all excited every time we beat another board and got got to another stage and unlocked a coat. But we never had like, oh my god, we can't beat this board. This is ridiculous. You know, we never had the walk away, put the controller down for want to put the controller down for four months and not play the game again. Because I'm telling you, there's a couple <laughs> times it's just like I'm just not going to finish this game. I know I need to finish it for the podcast, but I'm just not going to finish it because it's just too frustrating. But 
Yeah, I've never experienced a Mega Man that's had those kind of just, okay, you're going through the stage, everything's going great, and then all of a sudden, bam, it's just, you just, you're just like, oh my gosh, what's going on? So, well, so another, one other gripe I have, and these are, these are, uh, minor gripes, um, it, but it, they will still frustrate you. So if you put, so I love the way that they did. This is not a gripe. This is a good thing, but it turns into a gripe. X, uh, so you can, you can change your, um, change your weapons three ways. The, uh, LT, or so right trigger, left trigger, or LZ or uh, RZ or whatever they call it on Nintendo, and you can scroll through that way, which is fine. Or you can push the right analog stick, and it'll pull up basically a wheel, so to speak, and then you just put the direction to whatever one you want. It's a real quick change, so you don't have to scroll through. Or you can just do the traditional way: push start, and then pick the weapon. Um, and if you push, so Y is shoot. B is jump. X, I like the way they did that. Rush, you used to have to pick separately, but now they've made it to where you push X and then you rush, the dog drops down, you can do the spring, and eventually you'll get a rush jet with your A that you can do. Um, and that's all good. But man, this is another common complaint. I mean, I, I really got frustrated trying to fight. I don't want to get, I'm not going to spoil the boss, but the first boss and, uh, Wily stage is like my nemesis boss of oh, all yes. video games, and it's uh, like, he is my number oh my one gosh. nemesis yes, boss. Yes, it was such a pain. God, that thing was so difficult. And so I'm trying to hit him. I said, I bet I know what his weakness is because it's the slowest moving weapon they have. Uh, and so you try to shoot it, and I jump up. I have it charged up. Boop, and I accidentally push X because the my thumb can cover the entire. Get Joy-Con, yeah. <laughs> you know, and so you're pushing the wrong button, or you accidentally hit that right stick, and it changes, and you lose your charge, and it's a, you know, it's, it's a Twitch-based game. I mean, it's got to be pinpoint, precise, timed perfectly, and I push X or something, and Rush drops down. I'm like, dude, because I just act, tried to shoot, yep. you know, jump shoot real quick, and I pushed X too, and, and it's just... The buttons are too small for an adult on a Switch. It won't happen with a Pro Controller uh, if you got that. Uh, or on a, obviously if you play it on PlayStation or Xbox or something. That's the only thing. I wanted to play it on Switch so I could have it. You know, obviously, we're not, you know, it's, that is a good game to pick up and put down. You can yeah. you know, play it in the den or something while you're waiting you know, for whatever. Uh, and so it's good to have that to be mobile. Um, but, man, those buttons are small. They're, they're too small. And uh, so you bring up a valid point, too, something that, that uh, makes me mad about it. So, like, if you're playing the game and, say, you select one of your special weapons that you've gotten from beating a boss and you're having to use it through a stage and you're like, hey, I need to call Rush so I can spring up and, and get, up some, you know, get up to a higher point. Well, when you press X, it takes you out of the old weapon, brings in Rush, and now you're back to your buster. So if you have to move quickly for any reason and you need that weapon back, which I've found several times that I had to have it, you now have to go back through the system to get that weapon back, to to put the, to, to reinitialize that weapon, to reinstall that weapon. And so that to me is a little bit of a gripe because it's like, okay, well, you know, I should be able to call Rush anyway because it's part of my arsenal. I should be able to call Rush and still stay in the same, the same weapon that I was in before I called Rush. So that yep. was, that was what that that's a little nitpicky thing for me. And if if you play Mega Man Eleven, you'll see a couple places where yeah, you know that might be a good good uh, 
good advantage to have to be able to do some things. So well, that's a good point because it used to be you had to go select rush like a normal weapon, but now if you're going to give it its own independent button, why can't I stay in my weapon that I have selected? That's exactly a good, that's a good point. I mean, if if rush was going to be where he would take you out of your weapon, he needs to be in the um, RZLZ. Uh, yeah, and, and, in the rotation. In the rotation, you know, it needs to be be part of the rotation, not just okay. Let me give a you know hit a button and there we go. So, so the bosses, I thought they have like some pretty uh, cool like or funny one liners. The game doesn't take itself too serious, which I love yeah. about it. It's just kind of fun. Um, the bosses themselves, I thought were pretty you know manageable for sure. There's a couple of them like Fuse Man is very he's just all over the place. Yeah. Once you learn his weakness, you know. And I, and I, which is what I like about Mega Man is like, uh, you look uh, here's here, so I'm not going to tell you the order or anything, but here's my here here's the way that my mind thinks. Okay, so okay, Block Man was came out with the demo, so I'm going to assume that's the first boss. Okay, so that's what I went through first, and then I look at all the names. Okay, Acid Man, Impact Man. Okay, Block Man's Impact Man is probably not going to be weak to Block Man stuff because he breaks blocks, right? If yep. anybody, if anything, Impact Man should be, you know, the weakness to Block Man, but he's probably going to be the, you know, so you see what I'm saying? Okay, Ice Man is probably obviously weak to fire or vice versa. So that that's this one, I think, does a decent job of just kind of looking and really kind of thinking about it and go, I wonder what their weakness is. It really did, and so like as long as you pay attention to when you go into the boss battles and how they utilize their weapons. And when you see the utilization of their weapon, you can go, okay, that might that might that could be effective against that guy, that boss over there. And so that that's it's a really good it's a really good balance. And I, I mean, I started off on Blockman as well. Um, also found out there's several patterns to it. I actually found some different patterns to do it. You can actually start on a couple other ones that kind of have like an introductory kind of step to it, but. You know, it, it's funny because like the the, the first kind of introductory boss, Blockman, is like one of the harder boards to me because it was like that pattern board where you're having to jump and everything and have the thing chasing you. It was just crazy. And then like some of the boards that that you play later on, they're a lot easier than that. So it's kind of like okay, let's throw out the hard stuff to you now. Here, here's your breather. Now you can play this board. So yeah, and then Mega Man has always been the. I mean, you can go look at the boss pattern you know, the boss, uh, order if you want to, but part of the fun, I didn't, I never looked up the boss order, um, because that's part of the fun to me. And it's such a, you know, especially on casual, I mean, you can, you can get through them all pretty easy. And, uh, I figured it out with, uh, with pretty, it was very reasonable within time. So it's not like it's, it's too difficult, but, um, it, so that, that's kind of cool. I like the way they did that. Some of the old school uh, bosses. I mean, you're talking about Meteor Man, mm-hmm. Thunder. So this is a, so what am I looking at here before I start to doing this? Well, while you're looking at that, something that I do want to add in is something that I loved about it is it still has some of the old school music. Like when you win and all that, it's still some of the same old school sounds. It's just beefed up on, you know, better, you know, better graphics, better, uh, what am I saying? Uh, sound sound cards and things like that, so it sounds better and everything. But it was really nice because it still has that classic feel to it. So that was a really good thing that they left in there. 
so like what I was talking about with the block man and impact man, you know, we can tell which one do you think's weak against who and blah, blah, blah. Who do you think's weak, weak in this one? You got, this is Mega Man 10 bosses. Okay. This is how they kind of got off track a little bit. Blade man, solar man, sheep man, chill man, commando man, nitro man, strike man, and pump man. I mean, you can't look at it and go, okay, maybe blade man blade can man shear sh- sheep yeah, man. That's what I was thinking too. But who's Solar Man? Okay, and maybe Fire. So maybe Chill Man might be weak. But Commando Man and Strike Man and Nitro Man and Pump Man. I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's like crazy, dude. Like that's wild. Yeah, that that Pump that, Man. That, that's a hard one. It's like, but uh, but anyway, man. Yeah. So it's just it's just you know those are harder. They started getting kind of crazy with their bosses. I mean, you could probably go through. Uh, I'm gonna just go ahead and look at look at nine bosses are probably just as crazy. Concrete Man. Plug Man. <laughs> they had their first, and you got Galaxy Man and Magma Man, and the very first woman robot, Splash Woman. But plug, but you know, plug, plug Man is electricity. <clears throat> yep, you can look at that. And so this, this, you know, they got kind of crazy with their bosses. They actually did a thing in Nintendo Power back in the day that, you know, you pick, they, they submit your own boss, and uh, you can look at that, look that up. And some of these names that they submitted are pretty funny, and some of them got in. Hmm. Clown Man, Tengu Man, Grenade Man. I mean, and then Search Man. <laughs> so. See, see, Bubble Man is that way for me for uh, oh, excuse me, for Mega Man Eleven because it's like Bubble Man. You know, you have what was all- his name? It wasn't Bubble Man though, was it? Yes, it was. It was Bubble Man. No, can't be. Then what's it gonna be? If it's not, I Bubble- don't know. It ain't, it's not Bubble Man though. Because there is a Bubble Man on um, Mega Man 2. A uh, Balloon Man, then. Yeah, Balloon Man. So that's, that'd been the first time they had the same boss twice. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, that's... It is Balloon Man, isn't it? Yeah, it's Balloon Man. Sorry. Bounce Man. No, it's Bounce it's Man. Bounce Man. Bounce Man, yeah. So, I mean, but, yeah, which makes sense because his board is just nothing but getting bounced around. Yeah. But uh, Bounce Man is the one that, to me, doesn't fit because you have... I mean, all of them. You have Block Man, Acid Man, Impact Man, Fuse Man, Tundra Man, Torch Man, Blast Man. They all sound like working robots. They all sound like they have some use to doing some kind of industrial thing. And then you have Bounce Man. What you going? What, ba- ton- what, what does you- Tundra Man do for work? Keeps so it keeps the cold beer. He could keep it cold. Oh uh, yeah. Well, cold, yeah. Go, there you go. Cold beer. You gotta have cold beer. But I mean, Tundra Man. You could easily have Tundra Man do something there. Uh, do something work wise. I mean, you've got to quickly say say you've got concrete. You've got a cool. You got or you've got something that you just melted, like some uh, metal or whatever. You got to cool real quick. You got Tundra Man to cool it off. What's blo- What's Bounce Man gonna do? Bounce around a piece he, of fire? No, he takes care of the kids while the workers are working. Man, he's the entertainer for the kids. Man. No, I just, just I, look at his stage. It's a party stage. I just it's like I, trampoline. I, just, I got trampoline park right down from my house. Exactly what it looks like. I just feel like he's out of place. That's that's all I'm saying. Especially with like the <laughs> story. Especially with the story that you get from what they're saying there, because it's like they all sound like worker bots. Yeah. And to me, Bounce Man does not seem like a worker bot. I mean, especially when you when you play the stage and then you fight Bounce Man, the boss, and you listen to it. It's like. Oh my gosh, this is terrible. It just doesn't fit at all. It just to me that's like it sticks out like a sore thumb. I mean, it still was a it, it was the bane of my playing the game. It really annoyed me the most. Like it was the most annoying stage, which we talked about earlier. But 
You know, Mega Man is actually kind of sad. I thought thought about this today because at the very beginning, Block Man, and this happens in all the Mega Mans. So, uh, Block Man is um, he's like, hey, Doctor, they're doing an inspection on all of them. He's like, all right, Doctor Light, thanks a lot, you know, for your help. And then uh, Roll is the little girl robot. That so and he's like, how many inspections do we got? Oh, we got you know seven more or whatever. And he's like, and Block, Block Man's like, all right, I hear the construction site calling, Doctor Light, take care, you know, just very nice. And Doctor Light's like, ha ha ha, okay, Block Man, good luck. Yeah, it's and super happy go lucky. Yeah, everybody's happy, and then they're all in a pile, just standing there, a group, and then Doctor Light Wiley comes through, swoops them up, reprograms to be bad. What does Mega Man do? He goes and slays them all and steals their power they don't even try to like reprogram them back you know they're like yeah whatever but i mean it's just machines let's just let's just take their power you know let's just it's like well i mean it just kills them they don't even give them another chance you know i guess you could just build another one i mean dr light has you know he is not being fooled by their personalities it's just lights and clockwork to him man Mm -hmm. you know that's it's like that movie uh i robot back in the day it's funny though i mean you think about it He's only done this, what, 11 times now if you follow the Mega Man oh, more series. Than that. If, well, it's more than that, but if you just follow the Mega, the regular Mega Man series and don't add in the X series, you know. He can't figure out a way that they can't be turned. Yeah, he can't stop them from being turned. It's like, you've been doing this for a while. You've been creating these amazing AIs. You created Mega Man. He can't be turned, but everybody else can. Why can't you create more like Mega Man? Why can't you do the same programming that you did on Mega Man into these other people. Yeah, it's like the Joel, what was his Joel Olstein character? Oh, God. From Our Robot. You know, he he was different, but <laughs> I think he was different. No, no, no. That's not Our Robot. That's the artificial intelligence. Our Robot, that scientist did make the one robot Joel, that had. And Joel Olstein is a religious guy. What? <laughs> Oh no! Who am I thinking about? <laughs> he said Joel Osteen. What's his name? Yeah, what's the kid's name from? Uh... Oh, you talk about Haley Joe Osmond. Yeah, Haley Joe Osmond. <laughs> it was Joel. It was Joel Osteen. Oh, the guy, <laughs> the, 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 the religious <laughs> guy out in Houston that didn't yeah. help anybody. Haley when the Joel came through. Uh, Haley Joe I know, Osmond. <laughs> I know it was Joel somewhere in there. And it's right. Haley Joe Osmond. It's not Haley yeah. Joel. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, Haley Joe. Yeah, Haley Joe Osmond. I think it's God, Haley who Joe. Was thinking, whose name is Haley? It's a boy. Yeah. Haley Joe. No, it's Haley Joel. Is it, is it Haley Joel. Joel? Okay. Yeah, see, I knew it had a Joel. But uh but he's on Twitter too. Yeah, Osmond. Yeah. So anyway, man. Alright, well cool. Guys, I really liked Mega Man eleven. Um This is a really good game. This, this is, is fun. This is the first time that we've kind of done one of these newer ones. Um and you know, we kind of talk about the intricacies of these various old school games that we do, and that's what kind of makes it fun, and everybody can kind of relate to it. Uh, when it's a new game, and you don't want to give too many spoilers out and all this, you don't really want to talk about some of the weird things that went on um, without giving too much away. But uh, hope you guys enjoy this one, and uh, if you're interested or if it, if it influences you in any way to get or not get the game, I'd like to hear about it. Um, and just to see what you guys thought about this one. This is a, like I said, first time doing a doing a modern game. So don't worry, though. It's not going to be a habit. We're all going back to old school. I just wanted to do this one because I was so pumped yeah. about it. And I mean, so, we'll talk about new games from time to time, but we're going to stay true to our 
retro gaming and to you know talk about the games that we grew up on and our experiences with that because that's what we're based on so you're gonna get but you know once again we are the video game experience so from time to time we will jump out of just doing retro into other things as well so like talk about the comics of uh, <laughs> Walking Dead. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know why that was so funny to me, but anyway, I'm going to go back and have to hear it when I edit it and see how it, see what it stood out there. <laughs> but anyway, all right, man, you got anything else? No, that's it. All right, call it good. Appreciate you guys. Thanks, guys. Take care.